Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. 
It's time for the Almost Famous Podcast. I am in Nashville, Tennessee. I just arrived about 10 minutes ago, uh, getting ready now for my wedding this Saturday. Yes, I said last week, I didn't know if I'd be here or not, but I just can't stay away for that long. I thought two weeks off was too much. Uh, And plus, Ashley, I had to hear uh, in person about your big news. You and Jared have had huge, huge news this week that I thought uh, that I really just want to hear about. Oh, it's been a big week for us. One, we have, well, there's two weddings in our lives this weekend, one being Ben's. Jared has his other best friends. The one, the girl who signed him up for The Bachelor, that wedding is the day before in Cancun, and he's just going to be a flying crazy mess. Um, oh. I'm not going to Cancun because I don't know that that would be the best for me in this third trimester as I approach it this week um yeah. i'm burying the lead jared and i became aunt and uncle last night Woo! so cute we haven't met our niece yet though yeah the covid restrictions are really strict it's all like kind of dependent on hospital and maybe state I'm not sure like yeah. the hospital i'm delivering at but that's not an issue like like my sister and Jared can be in the delivery room i can have like one other person like my parents can visit but like at the hospital that she's at we can't. So babies are just going to be all over the place. All over the family. havens. Yep. It's so crazy. We were a trimester apart, which was really fun. We were like exactly 13 weeks apart, which is crazy. Well, congratulations uh, to you guys and the Haven family. That's just um, such a cool deal. And yeah. what a thing to celebrate. And then, yeah, uh, I, I have a lot of love for Jared. Um, the fact that he's even trying and he will, but he's attempting to make it to the wedding, which is such <laughs> he a will. No attempts here. I know. It's just cool. It's a big deal that he's even doing it. And uh, oh, well, it just showed me that's who Jared is. Right. Very, and, very and important of, weddings. It, I, they are. I get <laughs> yeah. that. But in the midst of setting up a business, in the midst of two weddings, he's still going to make it happen. And we just need to take a second to realize that Jared's just, Jared's just the best. Like, he's just a good dude. Uh, he's the best, and he's been working his butt off. Uh, so it, it'll all pay off soon. Uh, but yeah, we, tell me about the opening of the generous shop in Soho. Yeah, so we uh, there's a shop in, uh, in Soho now on West Broadway. It's uh, I just got back today. Um, it's serving generous coffee. It's called The Good Market. So the Good Market is a place where 30 different for-purpose brands are being represented underneath one roof. So you can walk in and you can buy um, some of the brands that you might even know, like Sackcloth and Ashes and Able and Generous, um, Mudlove, which is a a really popular pottery company out of Worst Indiana, actually, but it's everywhere now. And so you can walk in and buy them. And in the back, Generous Coffee is being served up at the cafe. So go in and stop if you're in New York City in the Soho neighborhood, say, Hey, and then tell them, uh, I sent you, uh, I don't think you get a discount, but I think you just might get a high five and that would be worth it. Um, (laughs) As we get started today, we want to mention our batch bracket rule of the week. The batch bracket rule of the week is for week five, you get 10 plus points. Every time a contestant is seen holding Michelle's hand. Oh my goodness. That's going to be a lot of points spread out this week. Uh, yeah. Guys, we have a very cool guest on the podcast today. His name is yeah. Ben Smith. You may not have, um, he may not have crossed your mind lately, but he was such a big figure on Tasha's season. So we're really excited to, we're really excited to catch up with him and we're going to do so after this. 
break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, guys, we have Ben Smith on the podcast, and it's the first time, even though he was such a prominent contestant last year on Tasha and Claire season. Ben, hey, where have you been? <laughs> Why haven't you visited us? Well, this is the first time I've been invited. Stop that. No, <laughs> they keep that you they keep you guys from us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they I'm, lock I'm you up. Be, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I hear that you're pregnant. The last time oh, I saw you, yes. you weren't pregnant, and I hear you're pregnant now. I'm super uh, much so, and it's how are how are you? I'm Miz. I'm pretty Miz. I try not to really? complain because, like, you know, blessed, right? But um, yeah. also, just like my body doesn't like it. But thank you for yeah. asking. Yeah, well, you seem your spirits seem high. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. I can fake yeah. it for a while. <laughs> I just want to let you know that at one point, a couple weeks ago, I told Ashley she's like beautiful and she's like no i'm not i'm so no, i'm I get not. so Don't angry tell me that. i yeah. get like i get really triggered by like the glow thing i think it's like yeah. really toxic for women to have to like feel like they should glow no <laughs> well you seem like you're doing all right even though Thanks. it's miserable thank yeah. you and ben congrats congrats on your wedding that seems like a cool thing thank you was this a good decision <laughs> to still record a podcast to one one day before guests arrive and ten minutes after entering into Nashville, but that, that's no, how that's important great. you are. Yeah, well, I appreciate I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Well, to answer your question, Ashley, uh, I've just been living my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have a business here in Los Angeles, so I've I've been pretty uh, you know stuck working with that. Not stuck, but I've been pretty focused on building that and the the gym space that I own here and, and the community that we're slowly growing. Um, you know the world's starting to open up a bit again, you know, especially here on the West coast. And so we've got this new opportunity to like finally go full speed with everything. So I've been, I've been pretty committed and uh, you know, focused on that. So like, that's, I guess that's the reason why I haven't, <laughs> haven't come on the show, but also uh, maybe have been like a little bit MIA just cause I'm focused on, on all the stuff that I've got going on in my life. So you like, jumped into business entrepreneurship after the show was it what you were doing the same thing you were doing before the show yeah yeah so i uh yeah so for the last couple years like about two years prior to going on the show i was working as a strength conditioning coach in la had a small personal training business then coached for a family of gyms uh locally and then after the show uh we came back to like a quarantined Los Angeles Mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. Um, So our gym was still closed during that process. uh, My now business partner and I built uh, an online platform for training. And then through that, once the world started to open back up again, we like combined what we were doing digitally with the space we have in Los Angeles. And we actually just rebranded into a, into a fully new thing last month. So um, it's a new, 
uh, community, new name, same type of thing, strength conditioning training for, for anyone that's open to getting better and stronger and feeling better about themselves. Uh, so it's been a really cool thing, but it takes all my time. So, I mean, my most burning question is why didn't you go on bachelor in paradise? So I feel like you're, you're that dedicated. I hear that's invite only. Stop that now. I, (laughs) no, uh, no, I am. I'm really just focused on, on all the stuff that I've got going on here. I don't feel like it's, uh, you know, appropriate to my partner and the community that we've got to like step away for long periods of time. And, and, uh, you know, bachelor in paradise just wasn't in the cards for me this time, but like, who knows, but you got the invite, right? I did not come on now. That's shocking. That's, that's surprising to me. Um, why do you think that is? Did you talk? I mean, did you talk to anybody? No, I mean, I, it's been limited with, with, uh, you know, the people inside the franchise, uh, since leaving the show, but, uh, you know, all on good terms. I'm just, I'm focused on my life and maybe they saw that as a, as a thing. Like they, they know very well that I, that I own a business here and that I'm really focused on all the things that I've got going on in LA. And, you know, maybe it's somebody looking out for me, just knowing that, uh, maybe it's not the right step for me personally, uh, at this time, but, but I think, uh, you know, I was kind of joking, but it is invite only. And I, huh. I just didn't receive any invitation. I'm truly so. mind boggled as you being the runner up on Tasia's season to not be yeah. invited. There's yeah. always going to be, there's always going to be more, right? There is, I guess there is, but that is surprising to me because it feels like, you know, you weren't the only one this year that we expected to see at the beach and some people, you know, got entered into relationships and some people maybe decline. I don't know if anybody actually declined the offer, but it is like we expected you to be there. Like if yeah. you were to say who, who's going to definitely be on that beach, it was you. Um, yeah. And so I'm surprised that the call didn't even happen. I, I didn't realize that it was that exclusive. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. I don't really know. I've never been. I don't really know. But um, but yeah, they that uh, yeah, just it wasn't for me this year. And and uh, you know maybe people have had enough Ben. I'm who knows. No, never enough Bens. Uh, yeah. Now you oh, wait. Yeah. Also, I hear Ben from Indiana. Yeah, ben, I was going to ask you about that. I'm Ben from Indiana. Yeah. Oh, so man. so I I'll let you take that from me. <laughs> um, we but, are Ben's from Indiana. Yeah, we're Ben's from Indiana. So what high school did you go to? Cathedral High School in Indianapolis. Yeah, so I'm from northern Indiana. Um, okay. I'm, I'm glad you represented well. Uh, the Midwest is still strong. Nice, uh, but yeah, I saw, I, I, I knew that. And yeah. then I was reminded that in our, in our notes leading up to the show is that we're both Hoosiers. Um, and if somebody doesn't know what a yeah. Hoosier is, that is what you call somebody from Indiana because the story goes like this. Somebody was standing on one side of the Ohio River some guy was standing on the other and they yelled, who is there? But the guy on the other side thought he was saying Hoosier. And so we call ourselves the Hoosiers. Yep. That's where this came from. Yeah. It's very yeah. disappointing, Ashley. I know, but it's, it's, it's who we are. Right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Well, Ben, I have to play a little like tough question game with you for a second. If yeah. you were to have been in paradise, like what girls would have been on your list? Who would you oh, wanted to boy. meet? Who would I want to meet? And this is, and Ben, I want to tell you, this is a good platform to share this because we've had <laughs> people say this and then they connect afterwards and love has blossomed. We like to consider ourselves a love show as, yeah. as much as a show about the bachelor. So <laughs> um, throw your shot out there, man. Holy cow. Well, I have a secret to tell you. Uh-huh. I didn't watch a single episode of paradise. 
So I don't even know who was there, but. But who would you have wanted? Like, who would you have wanted to have an invite with you from previous seasons? Man, that's rough. I wasn't really a fan of the show before going on. So like, oh, okay. you're going to throw out names of people that I like don't really follow or don't mm-hmm. really uh, pay attention to. But uh, I said this before. I always thought Demi was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that she was on. I heard that she was on this season. Um, I don't know. I, I uh that's a really hard question. I'm like not giving you a great answer. No, it's okay. Um, now we'll fl- we'll flip it and make it easier. If there was a yeah. celebrity and we were allowed to have celebrities on the island, who would you oh, bring? Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. Who the heck sure. is that? From Euphoria. Oh, okay. Ben knows who that is. <laughs> no, I, no I, I'm gonna. I'm hoping Ashley looks some picture. I don't know Euphoria. <laughs> that girl from um from HBO's. Oh my god. I'm gonna look her up. She's she's the, got- she's the one from White Lotus. Oh, Isn't that movie wow. Voyeur, Voyeurs? I, I've never seen White Lotus, but... Yeah, she's yeah. in Voyeurs, that's, that's my, She's my celebrity crush. Okay. But like, I get it. No, I get it. That That's fair to me. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You know, Ben, if you would have said... If if Ashley and I would... Um, because this is this is our podcast, sometimes we like to overstep our bounds. And if you would have said, <laughs> who, who would you have set me up with? We love Demi. We yeah. like Demi as, as a human. We just think she's funny. Um but it yeah. would not have been who first came to my mind when well, I see, thought of you. Well, see, you're going to tell me people that I wouldn't be thinking. Like, to be blatantly honest, nobody's, like, front of mind right now. But who would mm-hmm. you have set me up? Who would you have put me with? I mean, I, I would think you'd be more of, like, a quiet, like, um, like just kind of, like, cons- like just more, like, low-key person. So maybe, like, Serena, who ended up with Joe, or... Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, some of these people, like some of the people that came and went even on this show, um, somebody maybe that was released a few weeks earlier due to some controversy. I think you could have seen through that and been with them. I was going to put you more with a Serena this year. Okay. Like, I thought you'd be competing for I those types. That. Of, yeah, yeah, like a quieter, less outspoken. But, you, you know, you threw out Demi, even Amari, maybe like Mari had like the edge to her. But yeah, yeah. she was like, um she wasn't like the loudest or most like known character because she was consistent. Um, yeah. and Demi obviously steps onto the beach and makes a name for herself every time she does. I, just, I think it's funny. I yeah. just, so cool. this is actually going to be a funny thing. So I didn't, I didn't watch, I didn't really understand what the bachelor or bachelorette was before going on the show. I didn't then, understand. Then the how depth. did you get there? Uh, I was reached out to, randomly via, they were like yeah, via, via social media uh-huh. yeah, i wish that was my story <laughs> i know but, me uh, too i begged and pleaded not really i just I, sent in the most elaborate audition tape actually you begged and pleaded you, <laughs> See, that's surpri- that surprise that surprises me a lot actually wait actually. for real are you being sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> you should see her audition video <laughs> no so i was asked i was asked to go on the show um and i and i like didn't know like i didn't understand like the gravity of what it was or like how deep the fan base was, I just like was naive to that fact. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I wish I would have known like going on now, like what to expect uh, coming out of it. Um, it's been a wild, wild year, uh, a pretty exciting year. Um, but that I didn't really know who were the characters were, who like the prominent influential people inside the franchise were. I didn't really understand any of that. Um, but I did know who Demi was because one time I randomly came across a video of her, like just saying some outlandish, on the mm-hmm. internet and I thought it was hilarious. And so uh, she was really the only person that I knew inside of the franchise before going on. Um, but yeah, it's been a really cool experience. Everyone's been super nice and like really 
warm and accepting inside. So it's been it's been really great to meet you know people like you and and everyone else that I've come across uh, since. Ben, I got to pause you here. Yeah. Was that a lion that just walked through your background? Because something massive that <laughs> semi looked like a house cat just came across your cat. back. It's a cat. I'm at a friend's house and she's got a cat and a huge dog. The dog's out for a walk, but uh, yeah, it's a. <laughs> I think I don't know where she went. Yeah, it's a, it's big, a cat. big cat. Holy yeah. moly! Anyways, um, <laughs> is it a friend's big, house or is it a girlfriend's house? These are the questions a, I have to it ask. It is a it is a friend's house. Yeah. So I'm right down the street. My gym's in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, but I live in Venice, and so yeah. it's that's a an exhausting con- commute. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so um, the gym's a madhouse right now. So I just walk down the street to a friend's house, and I'm just taking the call from inside her house, which is like really nice I think it's really when nice left, when she left I said people are gonna think that this is my home and yeah. you like decorated way too nice <laughs> I was you know? gonna say I was like Ben I understand why you didn't go to Bachelor in Paradise because no. the business is obviously doing quite no. spectacularly I mean it's just, we're doing all right I don't know it's, it's been a cool it's been a cool thing um but I do appreciate you saying that like maybe someone a little bit quieter would be uh my style I think I don't know um I don't know I've dated all types of girls before and I, and I, uh, I'm generally pretty reserved. Like I'm pretty calm. Uh, but I think like having a little spice is fun. So like, mm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm getting married on Saturday and I'm marrying a girl who definitely is more reserved and quiet. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while you get a little spice and that spice <laughs> is shockingly entertaining. Um, <laughs> it makes his life a bit. Uh, ben, you know, one of the things that wasn't mentioned uh, enough, uh, right or wrong on the show was your background being um, an army ranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, do, you, do you mind explaining that a little bit? Yeah. So um, that's a typo from the, that's an insane thing that happened. So I'm ranger qualified. So I graduated from army ranger school in 2014 um the army rangers specifically is like a very elite small yeah. unit of army army special operations uh although i was a graduate of the school i never served in that unit the ranger regiment yeah. um so that was like a huge thing initially you'll notice that the, the wording was switched on the show um like by episode two uh. because it, i was like yo i can't say this <laughs> um yeah so i graduated the course uh in 2014 Ranger qualified. My job was artillery. So I shot cannons and rockets and missiles uh, for the majority of my career. But that uh, that experience was incredibly profound for me. I ended up like getting hurt uh, about seven years in, almost seven years into my service and decided that it was right for me to leave. Um, and it and it's really like helped me not only in the profession that I have now being in, in fitness, just because fitness is such an integral part of that job and that life. But uh, the thing that I love most or the thing that I loved most was soldiers. And it gave me this incredible opportunity to like mold and shape young, uh, young soldiers, which was like really cool. And now I kind of get to do that in a weird, like adjacent way with, uh, the people that are a part of our gym. So it's been really cool for me. And that experience was, uh, the best thing I've ever done. So I really enjoyed it. That's I so bet your cool. panic out when you saw on your list, army ranger was like, Oh crap. Cause you know, yeah, I, I know what it, I know what it means. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it was unfortunate to me uh, because like knowing what that means and then also like having limited control over what like gets shown. I mean, you both have been through the experience like they're the product like everyone's intentions are great and good, uh, but things can be, you know, like misconstrued or misunderstood. And 
the response from that community specifically or the army community, military community specifically was pretty resounding. And these are the people that I love most and care about most and don't want to offend most. Mm -hmm. And so uh, starting off on week one with that response from the community that I'm, I'm in love with was like pretty rough. And it kind of set the, Mm. it kind of set the tone for like a, a less than awesome experience during uh, the airing of the show, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, people, things happen and it was easily rectified. And the people that I needed to explain this to, like they heard it and they, and they got an explanation. Was Um, all, was all the issue because of the title? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, it's a very specific thing that you just like, shouldn't Mm -hmm. say if you're not a part of this small group. And so it was fixed almost immediately. I just called someone on the team and was like, Hey, this can't be this way. I know that it's like supposed to be like it's also like add value to my character yeah. or like the person that I'm portraying, but like it can't be this way. And so it was an easy fix. And then, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't really come up cause it's, it was a massive part of my life, but like since I've left the military, it's become you know just a thing that I was, it's not, it's not a thing that I am anymore. You know, I think some people see that differently, but like I was a soldier for a long time and I had an incredible experience and it shaped me in ways that I could like never replicate in any other way. But like now I do another thing and, uh, I'm excited for the opportunity to step out of that life and into something new. Well, you talk about how you used your experience there with training in, you know, with the gym, you were also super vulnerable and it was really, I don't want to say it was cool to get a guy's perspective on an eating disorder, but it was just something that we don't ever talk about, but it affects a lot of men. So it was just, it was it was nice to get out there. So yeah. how do you do that? Because you do work in the fitness and the wellness industry. Yeah. Like you're surrounded by food all the time. Um, you probably think about nutrition all the time. Yeah. So my job before owning the gym and coaching uh, like fitness per se, or, or strength, being a strength coach, I, I coached nutrition and I was uh, working with people who were struggling with similar things that I dealt with, uh, sharing that with Tasha on the show wasn't like a weird thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really understand that it would have such a big impact. I, it's a thing that I use in my business every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, these are my experiences and I hope that I can like, you know, share in yours. And like, I work intimately with a, with a small group of, of clients, uh, specifically with like eating disorder type things or like building healthy relationships with food, uh, you know, currently, but, but the, career that I had going into the show incorporated a lot of my own experience. And so sharing that with her uh, was just like me just being open. Like that wasn't a scary thing for me. There's other things I talked about on the show that like were much larger and much scarier and, and uh, far more impactful or, or like traumatizing for me to share. But that experience with my eating disorder was uh, just something that I openly talk about here in the community that I coach in now and, and before. And so uh, I'm happy that like I started the conversation and I'm happy that since the show, I've been able to talk openly about it in other uh, venues and on other platforms. And, and I said this the whole time, if I'm able to just like maybe bring light to a situation that makes someone else feel a little bit less uh, unheard or unseen or less understood, then I can like feel good about everything that that's happened so far. So definitely did that. I know that's happened and I know, and I, it's been really cool. Uh, like a guy that looks like me or a guy that does the job that I do, or, you know, there's all these like preconceptions about who I am and what I am. And uh, it was nice to share just a little bit of myself on the show. I know it's like, you see 1% of 1% of what I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after the fact, you see 
what I care to show, you know, like via social media or in like an interview like this. And so people like never get the full picture, but I am really thankful that like a small part, a really valuable part was able to be, you know, shared with a lot of people. So it's, that's been really cool. Talk me through. It's always interesting to, to Ashley and I, um, talk me through the moment that you decided to open up about this, um, and walk out butt naked on (laughs) national television on a date. So yeah. obviously this is a, okay. So like, I'm, I'm going to s- set up this a little <laughs> bit. So like you have this thing that you know is going to be an important conversation to be had. Yeah. And you know that you are at this point ready to talk about it. Yeah. And you're getting prepped for this date. And at some point you decided this is the way it's going to happen. I, and like, Take away yeah. everything else, which you can't really do, but take away everything else. Like the courage to just do that in general. Like nowadays we're seeing more and more people come out on this show naked. Yeah. It's I, been a I theme lately. Like, I, I would have never been a, I just, I don't have that confidence, I guess. Yeah. But like walk us through that behind the scenes for, for everybody yeah. listening. So um, I can like set the scene, but the yeah. date, it's an art specific date. We're expressing ourselves through like different, mediums ones like clay there's a a charcoal painting expression there's some other stuff that's going on and the final portion of the date is a self-portrait and i'm not good at drawing and uh i'm pretty okay at like expressing myself verbally but i i wanted it to be like impactful and like some grand gesture i think maybe i struggle with uh like i struggle with opening up sometimes uh but the the eating disorder and that date were or, or sharing that I had an eating disorder for a long time and that date were like mutually exclusive. Like I, the thing with getting naked was a thing that like I'm comfortable doing. I, if you asked my, if you called my mom and said, yo, what is Ben's deal? He's always naked. She'd be like, yeah, he's been doing that since he was a baby. Um, the eating disorder wasn't about me being uncomfortable in my body. It was more of a control thing. Like I, mm-hmm. uh, like someone who like turns to alcohol, I turned to food. It was a numbing agent. It kept me safe in times where I felt like I wasn't safe. And so that's what the eating disorder was for me. Um, fueled by my childhood, fueled by my experience in the military, fueled by a ton of things that like made me feel really out of control. And mm-hmm. food was something that I could control mm-hmm. explicitly. And so that's, that's where the eating disorder came from. But the, the, the being naked thing was I was in a room full of guys who felt the same way about this woman that I did. And I knew that they were all going to do something artistic in the form of like a sculpture or a painting or a whatever. And immediately my brain turns to, Oh, Ben, just like take your clothes off. And that will be the thing that like, is like, Oh, he did something big. Um, but I was so terrified that it was going to be like everybody in the room's like, Oh my God, there's a butt. Like, look, you see his butt over there. And like, unfortunately that's kind of what happened except for Tasha. And so in that moment I was able to stand there like, yeah, being naked, like doesn't, it doesn't scare me. So like I'm naked there. It like got everybody's attention. And then I was able to have a real conversation with her. And I said, I said, all I said was like, look, you see a physical thing here. You see my body, you see my face, you see my hair, uh, but there's so much underneath here. And there's so much underneath here that I haven't shared with anybody. And I'm so excited for you to be the one that like uncovers that. And so I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the, along the lines of like, you've got this physical being, but you've also got everything inside. And, and it was impactful. And I don't know that they, I can't remember exactly what they showed, but uh-huh. it was that conversation. And like, it was this meaningful moment together where we, I think like the relationship took, you know, a different turn or a, a different step. Um, and getting naked just happened to be the, like the flash that like allowed the moment to have, you know, it just, I was trying to create 
something, show this grand gesture and then tell her something really mean, mm -hmm. meaningful. And like, it's mis it's, that's interpreted a million different ways by a million different people. Like, oh, Ben just wants to show off his wiener mm -hmm. in front of the room. I'm like, no, like, I don't know. Mm. No, I just wanted it to be something where people, she specifically would remember. Yeah. You mentioned a couple of times, basically, that you get to see like such a small part of your personality, like 1%. Yeah. Um, what was looking back on your experience, like the most frustrating part of your storyline that only got shown 1%? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's two parts to this. Mm -hmm. So my biggest fear going in was that nobody would understand my humor. I have like a pretty dry sense of humor. Um, like a, a bit eclectic. Like I'm just, my humor is different than, than most of the people I interact with, but like, I think it's funny as hell. So uh, <laughs> I was concerned that I would go on this show and I would be myself and people would misunderstand my humor and be like, Oh, what's this dude's deal? My, it only got shown once. There was like a roast uh, date where we got to like roast everybody. And I stood up there and just had a, a ton of material and little bits of it were shown. Uh, but that was the only time I ever got to be funny on the, on the program. And so like, I dodged a bullet there where like, they never even showed me being funny. So like, <laughs> it, never got, it never got to be interpreted. That was never part of um, your character. Yeah. But, but like, I, I was, you know, I'm not frustrated by any part of the experience because it's given me things that I could have never even hoped for, which is so incredible. Namely this platform to like talk about the stuff that's really important to me. Um, but I was a bit frustrated by the narrative that like I can't express myself emotionally or that mm -hmm. I'm a poor communicator. And, you know, I think there's like a level of empathy from the, the viewership or, or from the people that are like interpreting this thing where you're like, this is not a real life experience. This is like real life intensified a million fold. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you might normally act or the way that you might normally respond in a situation might not happen on the TV screen. And so if I had any frustration, it's just be that like, you know, I think that I'm an okay communicator. I wouldn't say I'm great, but I, I, not for lack of trying, you know, some things weren't said or some things weren't shared in the moment, but like looking back, uh, it was stressful as hell. <laughs> and so, um, you know, people interpret everything the way that they want to interpret it. But like, I am, uh, I'm more than just the guy who can't share his feelings, you know? Okay. Yeah. And that was like a bit frustrating. I'm trying to say that in the most, mm -hmm. uh, the best way, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm more than that guy. Yeah. So we, uh, in the, in the final minutes here, yeah. seconds maybe with you. Um, and, and I want at the end here, um, Ashley and I always like it. If, if you kind of, um, publicize what you're up to, you know, your gym's name, how people yeah. can join you, all that stuff. But, um, I do have a question kind of bouncing yeah. off of what you just said. So if yeah. your storyline true, not good or bad was that you, you lacked your ability to communicate. Um, yeah. what was it about your moment with Tasha where all the other guys, um, laughed, shocked, said, look at his butt. Yeah. And she said, what was it about Tasha that allowed her to see something more? She was the one person in that room that said, I, I understand what he's doing. Yeah. Why was that in your opinion? Well, I think all, I think, um, I'll gas Tasha up here a bit. Uh, I think she's an incredible listener. 
at least in our experience, she was an incredible listener and she was able to see uh, the intention behind what was going on. And so, you know, I'll give her all the credit in that, but like in a moment where it's chaotic, there's a bunch of people in the room, there's eight other guys or 10 other guys or however many it was. Uh, she gave me the space. She gave me the spotlight to like share a thing. And uh, I'll say that she was never distracted. I mean, as you've been the lead before, and I'm sure there's like a million things going through your head at all times, but uh, what allowed me to share that with her and allowed her to receive that is there was no distraction for her. She was totally focused on me. And in that moment, I was totally focused on her. Mm. And it was, uh, I was grateful then, I'm grateful now that like I had this opportunity to share all these things with her. uh, And for like probably the first time in a romantic relationship in my life, I felt heard, I felt listened to, I felt seen, um, which was really exceptional. And it also like, even though things didn't pan out uh, in that relationship, it lets me know that like, there is an opportunity for that later in my life, which is really, really cool. Um, I went into the experience, I'll like elaborate just a little bit more. I, uh, I went into the experience with like three intentions. One was to like, maybe meet a really cool girl and have a relationship with her. Uh, the second was, to learn something about myself. And then the third was even if a relationship didn't materialize to like have faith in myself in a relationship in the future and also like restore my faith in uh, women or in my partner, you know, my future partner. And I think all three of those things happened, which was really cool. Um, you know, it, it goes the way that it goes. And uh, I'm just really grateful for her listening to me, for her creating space for me to share my story and then for the opportunity that's come on the back end, which has been really special and incredible. Oh, <clears throat> well, after this half an hour conversation, now I really yeah. want to see more of you on our TV. Well, you know, maybe that happens later. I okay, don't know. man. Also, you making me want you to be the bachelor because this Clayton guy is so boring. <laughs> I, I know nothing about him, but I heard that he's really tall and has big muscles. And so sure, that, but that doesn't cut uh, it. Well, I had the same thing going for me. Yeah. Look at Ben. You know what I mean? Really tall, huge muscles. And Benny's the bachelor. Mm, that's, yeah. that's just not all Ben either. He just has so many more things above that. Uh, yeah, so I, that's the 1% I remember. <laughs> ben, you Ben, both Ben's from Indiana, Ben Smith. Uh, yeah. I just want to wrap up with two like really silly questions about um, some guys that made some splashy Splashy headlines since your time with them on your season. There's yeah. Blake Moines. Uh, what do you think about everything that's gone down with him over the past nine months? Well, so I didn't even realize that he was going back on the show. Like I didn't even, and then I see all these, like people send me like Instagram stuff all the time, but I see all these things like he's back on the show. Mm-hmm. I think the video is like him holding a thing, yeah. holding a boom box in the street, which is kind of funny. Um, so you haven't kept in touch, I suppose. Not, not really, not really. Yeah. No. Um, you know, I think there was like talk of maybe doing some like philanthropic thing where we like go to Africa and mm-hmm. like do great stuff for rhinos and, and, and other wildlife. Um, but we really haven't communicated much since then. I heard that he just broke up with Katie. I don't know the specifics on that, but I heard that that had happened and I, I hope that they're both doing all right. Um, I should probably reach out to him. <laughs> And and then there's Brandon, who you're Brendan, who you're with yeah. the yeah. like entire time on Tasha's season. 
and yeah. he was a little sketch ball down in paradise. Was that at all surprising <laughs> for you? Uh, I was very taken aback. Again, I like didn't watch yeah. paradise. I feel yeah. shitty saying that okay. because like you guys, uh, no, no, we are not, of we're not offended. Right. Uh, yeah, so I didn't watch anything, but like just the same way with Blake, I've heard tons of stuff. Um, you know, Brennan has visited me in Los Angeles at the gym. Uh, so I was very, you know, we, we were close on our season together. Um, he's come and visit me in Los Angeles. I was incredibly surprised uh, by what, not only what he said, but, but what has been said, you know, in response to all the things. And, uh, you know, I hope for his sake that he's doing okay. And I hope that like everyone else affected by everything that's gone on is also doing okay. It's, it's just such a crazy deal. Telling you what, these characters come out at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ben, well, so, so here's a, here's a funny thing. I had a, a boss early on and what did he say? He said, you can fool everybody for a little bit, but you can't fool ev- anybody forever. Mm. Mm. Good. You can fool everybody quote. for a little bit, but you can't fool everybody forever. Mm-hmm. That's what Especially when your life is televised. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of hard when also, like there's cameras and microphones all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Like not even just ha- all of the time. Yeah. It's wild to me. So it's, it's <laughs> always been shocking is the things yeah. people decide to say thinking they're going to get away with it. Yeah. They never do. They never do. It's yeah. always the thing yeah. that's shown. Actually. I can think of a time or two people did get away with it, but yeah. we won't go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben, be, as we say goodbye to you, if you can, just yeah, give man. like a 20-minute plug. Uh, 20 minutes. 20-second <laughs> cl- uh, plug. Uh, your commercial for everything you're up to, where people can find you, yeah. wh- how they can support you. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Ben Smith. I live in Venice Beach, California. I own a gym called Rodeo Athletic at rodeo r-o-d-e-o athletic uh we are in west hollywood california my social media is at ben v smith b-e-n-v-e-e-s-m-i-t-h um if you're into feeling really good about yourself and about the life that you're currently living follow along and uh i'll relate to you on there sweet uh go check out rodeo athletic ben smith thanks for coming on almost famous podcast it's been a pleasure, and thanks for uh, joining us for the first time ever. Thanks, y'all. I thanks, really Ben. It. Bye. Thanks, what keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... 
The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, it's great to uh, have Ben Smith on the episode. It is good to hear from him. It's been a while. I am shocked, Ashley, that he was not invited to paradise. Weird weird you know what it reminds me of what um remember peter uh from rachel's season when he didn't get invited back to anything else 
Well, yeah. But I think that that was more like Peter's decision making, right? Oh, was it? Wasn't that like more like negotiations didn't exactly go the best? Like they wanted Uh, him, but like he had, you know, requirements. requirements. Yeah. Well, it's still shocking. Uh, It was great to have been on. Hey, Ashley, before we do this week's uh, breakdown of the episode, I want to say thank you to everybody. I'm not going to be able to respond to everybody because it's been a lot who sent advice or info on ALS. Uh, our, our fan base, actually, like I've never asked anything of anybody that I've gotten a bigger response to. Oh, that's so, so good to hear. And I've, I'm reading them all, but like, it's impossible to. I know. Sometimes when you open up about something, you yeah. get the most incredible responses and you do end up reading them all. But then you have this sense of being overwhelmed that you like can't thank people enough. Yeah. I, so like, just it's, you guys, just let, like, we just want to let you know that like, we appreciate everything that you send us. And we really do try to read it all. We're so sorry we can't respond to it all. Definitely. And then this side is, I don't want, you know, Brandon and Sam to be overwhelmed either. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so we're filtering through stuff. I have somebody always going through the emails and the DMs, like, you know, gathering information, sending it off to me or them when it feels helpful, but just like people are awesome. So that's, you know, that's something um, that I just want to sit on. Well, Hey, uh, it is time to break down another episode of Michelle's season. Uh, Ashley, uh, to get us started, I think it would be helpful um, to share overarching thoughts so far leading up to this. And then even after this episode, and then we can go step by step in chronological order. Here's my thoughts. Clayton still did not shine and I'm shocked why. Um, it just, I'm waiting for him to explode as a main character and it just doesn't feel like it's happening to me. I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen? No, I, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I don't even think that there's anything he can do to make me in engrossed in, in him right now well you would expect him to have a few more episodes left yeah. and it just takes one like that's what we're holding on it just takes one episode to really yes. like change the narrative but at this point i am surprised because they need they need a good bachelor season they need a compelling lead they need somebody that like the audience rally behind and i actually thought like this is gonna be that guy they haven't had it in a while um you know, I thought, oh, this is this is the the reason they chose him so early is because they think this guy is going to steal the hearts of America. And uh, and so far, we just don't know anything about him. Like, he's just there. But like, there's guys on the season like the Nates of the world and the Joes of the world and the Rodneys of the world that are like. In my opinion, people are rallied behind like they're like, no, this is good. These, this is good stuff. Like these guys could do it. Yeah. He's there's definitely better options, but I have to say overall, because you did want it, my macro opinion. I don't know that any of these guys are good enough for Michelle. I'm like obsessed with her. She's so cool mm. and so pretty. And I just feel very underwhelmed by the group in general. Um, That's a fair statement because I do think she is in a league of her own mm-hmm. when it comes to life i just think she's really incredible um i you you know we feel this way often ashley i want to remind us that we feel this way often at this point in a season where um we're like you know what there's just nobody up to the lead you know standards and then at the end of the season um you know stuff starts to switch i mean think about how big of 
it's not like we are ever not a fan of Zach. Um, but there was a moment during that season where we didn't know she'd end up with Zach. That's true. And now we see Tasha and Zach together and we're like, oh, no, this is this is good. Big. This I mean, is good. I became obsessed with with Zach for yeah. Tasha as time went on. Yeah. Late in the season. Though. Yeah, not, I know. At this point, yeah. We weren't not at this point. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it could still happen. I'm with you. I think Michelle is incredible. We've talked about the upcoming lead. We've talked about the current lead. Um, we're still waiting for both things to happen for Michelle on her season and also Clayton to shine. Uh, again, I sit in the same place I did. I don't dislike the guy. I just don't know the guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. have much of a feeling on the man. And so as a result, I'm just not convinced that I'm going to be like, full-on support running into this bat next bachelor season going i cannot wait for this guy to find love because i just don't know him so that's where we stand i'm hoping that changes for michelle yeah um, like maybe we'll just stop talking about him for the next couple weeks and then if if he gets eliminated and we still feel nothing then we'll really critique the crap out of this whole situation no i'm going to talk about it every week because i think okay. it's I, <laughs> I, I think it's a storyline that everybody's wondering okay. every week you see twitter blowing up i mean last week his name was trending with people going oh was where it? is this guy oh yeah where Stop. is this guy wow so it's a big conversation people are waiting people are wanting um and they need a big one so okay ashley chronological order this episode let's step through it all right, let's do it. Okay. So let's do the first one-on-one, which is with um, Martin. Martin. And Martin, we were saying that we like kind of liked him. He was kind of a dark horse last week. This, <laughs> this date actually didn't make me like him more. <laughs> what about you? No, um, I think he was fine. I think what I would say about this date was it just like, it allowed us to highlight him. And I just don't think he's like stepped up. Like, I just don't, I mean, he, he was obviously, he, he tried to open up. He was vulnerable. He tried to communicate and that's good. I mean, it's good and it's healthy in a dating relationship. However, nothing from this date made me go, this is her husband right. or this is a future partner. It just made me go. And, and even the way, uh, it's Things funny. got awkward they're with the whole Jamie situation. Hot, yeah. Yeah. They're a very awkward, like tub thing. Um, was when I really saw, and I was like, this guy just isn't it for her, in my opinion. No. He's missing it, and he doesn't necessarily know how to handle himself right now in like a natural way with an incredible person by his side. So, no, I mean, I still, I'm more of a fan of him than I thought I would be. Um, and that's mostly based on my judgmental ways of seeing him in a picture. Uh, and I, he's growing on me. But I think this week he didn't grow any further than he did last week. No, I don't think that he was trying to like question her judgment about the Jamie situation. Maybe he didn't pick the words correctly. I can still understand why she would get like a little awkward about it. But I just felt like there was, yeah, there just was like n not enough there for me, for me to like pull him through as a favorite in my mind yeah um and their conversation over dinner was just kind of about like the fact that he's like blunt and like is always working on like what would he say like get get just like communicating better and allowing himself to open up 
Yeah. And I mean, and I, I mean, I, I'm sure like, I don't know everybody's upbringing and I'm sure people do struggle with that. You know, Michelle did empathize with him and say, yeah. Hey, you know, he, I'm similar. He was like, I don't cry. Yeah. But the, uh, the, Hey, I'm blunt and it can come off wrong. Like it's kind of when somebody says like, sorry, I just, I just speak truth, but really they're just mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it's like, oh, no, you're just a jerk. Like, you just, you know, and somebody's like, sorry, I just say what's on my mind. And it's like, well, yeah, like, if we all did that all the time, like, we'd just all be mean to each other, probably. So I, it doesn't like that didn't fly with me as much as them relating on the, hey, it's hard for me to get emotional. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't get I'm not allowing myself to go deep. That stuff was fine. I just don't that this whole date fell short for me on a romantic level for the two of them. Mm-hmm. 100%. And meanwhile, back at the house, there's a group date card that comes. Nate sees that he's not the person who's going on the one-on-one, and he ends up saying that he's not stressed about um, not getting it. He said eventually it will come. He feels like he's in a good spot regardless, which flags Chris S. to like think that he's coming off as cocky. I can kind of see that. There's like a fine line between confidence and cocky. No, there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. Um, I think he just feels good about himself. I don't, uh, I didn't find a huge problem with it. I think that absolutely Chris is ridiculous in the entire second half of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you want Nate to say? Like, oh my gosh, I don't have the one-on-one. I think I'm going home. He knows he's not. Yeah. It's fair for him to say, I'm okay. Like this is the journey that she wants to go on. I don't need to go on this date, and I would like to be on this date, but I know it's going to come at some point. That's okay. Maybe it came off a little cocky. Maybe somebody there was sensitive to it, but at the same time, I personally have zero problem with that mindset of I'm good for now. Like I'll, I'll wait until she's ready. Yeah. Same, same. Okay. So the group date was like a real big bummer for Michelle because it was a sleepover themed, but it seemed like the guys all went into bro zone and yeah. they gave her no attention. And I, guys do this and girls don't. This would only happen on The Bachelorette where the guys get so broy and like enjoy the activity so much that they end up ignoring the girl. The girls would never have that happen and have the guy be sitting in the corner not being pursued. No. Guys love hanging out with guys sometimes. Well, yeah, I I get that. But it's also just weird to me that she was so alone the whole time. Um, I mean, do you think that like there was something said where they were like, ah, Michelle doesn't feel very good today. <laughs> like, leave her alone. Ooh, maybe. I mean, even then, though, you would have had somebody there you'd expect that would have checked on her. Maybe they didn't show it, but like. Typically, you know, what I would say is like the overall tone of the date um, is fairly accurately shown on television. Like there's not a date that I ever went on that I watched it back. And I was like, that's not at all what happened. Like if the tone of the date overall was, hey, she felt like she was on the outside looking in, then uh, I think they accurately portrayed it. And I, I'm imagining that is because she has personal conversations about that afterwards. So she felt pushed aside. She felt like these guys were more interested in hanging out with each other, but also just a weird date. I mean, I know they're trying to get creative and so far this season's had some incredible dates, but like 
this was probably in the hotel conference room and they've like made it look like a living room. Like what a weird date um, yeah. to have in general. Yeah, I didn't like it again as far as the pillow fight and the pillow slash teddy bear fight. You guys know that I can't stand it when it's like some sort of competition. At least this time it was a competition where nobody was going to get hurt because we yeah. always complain about that because somebody always gets hurt. But this is pretty safe, pretty PG. Uh, but I still like kind of dazed out about it. Like, I don't really care. Um, it, I don't know. I, I, I think it was. I think it's was odd how little she was pursued to the point where it's just like was there something going on i don't know i but i also don't think that that is like i'm not worried about that being the tone for the guys about michelle like i think they're very into her yeah and so possibly um you know the date just didn't go according to plan or you know nobody stepped up to do it well but i uh I think these guys are super into into Michelle mm-hmm. and I think they want to give her attention. Maybe they just didn't know how to in that, in that scenario. Okay. That's my one thing is sometimes I would just be so nervous on the show, the the main show yeah. that I would be just like scared to kind of like go up to Chris and start talking. Cause mm. I'd be like, Oh, if nobody else is doing it, then maybe I shouldn't be doing it. Is this awkward? Like, what am I going to talk about? So you kind of like psych yourself out. And I can see that maybe like that became a train like effect. Yeah, no, it is, but it, it it does. And it, and it sparks an important conversation for Michelle where we get to, to see more of her and understand more of her. Um, because this date really led into her then opening up about the fear of not being seen. Mm-hmm. the fear of being um, pushed aside, the fear of being like feeling like the outsider looking in when, you know, she's not right. She's the lead of the show. She's, mm-hmm. she's the, the, the has the attention of every man. At least we hope that is there, but it does allow us to hear more of her, some of her insecurities and struggles and what makes her Michelle. Mm-hmm. And that was a great moment. And some guys did step up in that moment mm-hmm. for her as she opened up about that. Like Olu. Olu. Alou being the one. I mean, he he stepped up for her in that moment and was, in my opinion, if we're looking at this thing, like now I know I know he's a he's a force to be reckoned with on this show. He is now the Martin of last week, where we don't know a lot about him leading up to this, and now we're like, no, this guy's this guy's got something for her. Yeah, he's a sweetness. I got good vibes from him. Um, good and it was a really good meaningful deep conversation that they had i'm glad he got that rose i'm glad that like we have another solid quality man in this group yeah and the other quality guy that i think kind of like came out of the woodwork this episode was rick who got the other one-on-one date yeah seems like a really sweet guy i do not feel a ton of romance between them but he's a nice guy, right? Uh, before this episode, and maybe still forever, I'm going to think about his head on the dinner tray. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, that's weird that it, it's really sticking for with me. Yeah, it's hard to take him serious when that's <laughs> yeah. all you can remember is him his head, head on a platter. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. But he did. He stood up, stood out. And um, 
this is I'd say the two the best episode was for Alu and then for Rick. Mm-hmm. Those two had the best episode. Um, I believe they both will be around now a while because it wasn't like this, um, this kind of like sudden spark. No, we both got to see a lot. We got to see as viewers a lot of both of them, and I think that proved uh, over time it proved that this rela- their relationship with Michelle is something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both going to go way farther than I think we would have initially imagined. Yeah, with Rick, um, he he had that that story that he told about his dad was just heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. this is the second one-on-one that Michelle's had where she has somebody confide in her that a parent committed suicide. And that is a lot to handle. I mean, and for him to have this guilt like with him for the rest of his life, because he was the one who caught the dad cheating is just so heavy. So sad. Yeah. You know, Ashley, it shows us every time and it's, People that go on this show and, and people in general have incredibly hard and also incredibly beautiful stories. And we get to hear them on this show. It's one of the, 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 the best parts of the show is it does allow the space for us to connect with the cast members and also have conversations that matter, which Michelle's doing this year, and then have conversations with people like Rick mm-hmm. that matter and that get to know him better. Um, and that's why I'm just saying, like, over time, we, we we either fall in love with these people more or we push away from them more. And for us this week, especially, like, we understand Rick better. Um, and we'll probably get to understand Rick a lot more as this season goes on. But uh, that was that was a tough conversation to sit through, but one that was so necessary because I'm, I'm sure Rick is not the only one out there who feels similar to how he's feeling now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- that's one of my favorite parts of the show is that people get to see, uh, you know, viewers get to watch people have these hard conversations on TV and therefore them being at home feel like more seen, which is like kind of ironic that like I'm talking about being seen when like the theme of the episode was Michelle feeling not seen. But I do think that Rick was a great choice following that group date because he is the kind of personality that's just going to be like, obsessed with her do you know what i mean like he probably feels like he's a little out of that she's a little out of his league and that's the kind of guy that's gonna like give you he's gonna like worship you if you're michelle it's interesting too because michelle i mean and i know this michelle would have had no idea his story before this date yeah like there's not like a list of this is rick this is his story do you want him to go on this one yeah, she chose no, no, Rick because she was obviously interested in Rick. And he just happened to be there on a week that it was so, I would say, probably uh, needed for her and for him. Um, and and so the timing of this is really beautiful because she wouldn't have known his story um, when she asked him to go on this week's one-on-one. Yeah. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so true. So the theme of being seen continues with the cocktail party slash rose yep. ceremony when Chris is, is a little weird. And like, there were some bleep out things that I was a little confused with. They were bleeping out. 
uh, I guess he says that's effed up, right? He just like straight off the top says it's effed up that you guys didn't show her the effort she deserves. But I'm like, "Um, Chris, you were on that date too. (laughs) (laughs) You're clumped into that feeling. She was referring to your part of the date, not the nighttime portion of the date. Um, you know, he just classic. I mean, this is classic guy not getting attention, you know, probably on the verge of getting eliminated. And he decides to get attention by creating some drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just happens every season. We could get upset about it every season. We could, you know, throw our fist up in the air and be like, Chris, what are you doing? This makes no sense. Where do you hope this goes? Are you trying to ruin this experience for her and for everybody else there and just like help yourself out? So, uh, I'm, you know what it does for me, Ash, if I'm going to be like harsh. Yeah. I just don't take him seriously anymore. Same. I mean, like, like there's nothing to take seriously. He comes across as like a used car salesman in an eighties movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a great example. It's like, all right, cool, man. You've, you've, you've said what you need to say. You've had your, your party here, the attention's been on you, you're gone, you know, this is just in my head, this doesn't matter anymore. Like, and I'm tired, what I don't love, Ashley, and it's happened now through Michelle's season, it's been this constant theme, is every week, somehow, some way, her week has been ruined. And I remember times when, you know, if Michelle is feeling, if her insecurity is not being seen, I imagine she has some insecurities being the bachelor. Like I, she's doing an incredible job, but like at some point you're holding on f- for at, at anything just to feel like you belong there as the bachelor. So you can, can you continue to date and function in this environment. And if every week you're in your own head questioning, is anybody into me? Um, is anybody here for me? Like it's going to mess with you. Mm -hmm. Like, and people and viewers might not get that. Like it does. I had two weeks of this during my season where like something happened where I was like, I don't think anybody actually wants to be here. Um, and, and you lay in bed at night and you're like, this thing's going to come crashing down around me. Like this thing's done. Well, I don't belong here. I'm, I've proven it to myself. So I'm sick of that because I feel bad for Michelle that we have to continue to, you know, broach this subject. I feel you. Um, how'd you feel about Nate? When she sat down with him, because while I'm, of course, more on Nate's side here than Chris's, I don't think it was Nate's shining moment when he sat down. You could tell that he he didn't like feeling. I mean, obviously, nobody's going to like feeling targeted. Yeah, but I don't know that he like reassured her in the best way. He kind of came across as cool guy. Yeah, that might be. That, I think you just explained it. You know, how do I feel about it was um, he was defend, you know, he felt defensive. Yeah. And instead of um, being in a place where you are defensive of the person probably most hurt, which is not him. It's Michelle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is defensive of himself. And that just doesn't come off well. But, it, you know, it's he's also in the moment, which is why one of the issues with the show is you don't have time to like process and think and like step away and then come back and be like, you know what, after thinking about that, Michelle, you're probably most hurt here. Uh, let me hear from you. Mm-hmm. You have to almost react. And that's why, you know, you've heard me say it before and, and we've talked about it, like the best leads and the best cast members are ones 
that don't overreact. Um, they're really good at navigating the, the problems. Michelle's really good at navigating the problems. She takes time away. She cancels cocktail parties. She says, hey, I'm not ready to speak on this stuff yet. But for Nate, it was I felt like he just started talking too soon and it came off it came off fairly uh, self-promoting and not mm-hmm. as much focused on her. I hope he turns back to the guy that we saw previously yeah. come next week in which they're going to Minnesota. Yay, you and I wanted them to go to Minnesota. I don't know why I've been not cool with them being in Palm Springs. I'm just really sad that they're hot, so hot all the time and so sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minnesota's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. Um, It's going to be comfortable to her. And, you know, she's down to a smaller group of people. uh, And hope, I mean, we said it last week, we're hoping this this group of guys are like the right ones for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really hope that there's somebody that emerges that I feel like is the perfect combination of sweet, smart, romantic. Cause I feel like she has romance with some guys and then she has like depth and like real quality in some guys. I don't know that I'm seeing someone who has the full rounded picture for her. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping. Well, I mean, it's a good point. Um, as we talked about earlier, uh, viewers, listeners out there, who do you see for Michelle right now? Who is your top choices? But Ashley, so write us in, Ashley, as we do every week. Now, who's your top three? Mm. Joe, Rodney, and I mean, maybe Brendan. Brendan? No, yeah, Brandon. Brandon, okay. So, Brandon. Yeah, I'm going to go Joe, Rodney. I'm going to still throw Nate up there. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I like Brandon a lot. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of momentum, but I, I still see the Joe, Rodney, Nate thing as, um, as the three, you know, biggest players. It's, it's interesting if you look at this list of Brandon, Leroy, Joe, Rodney, Clayton, Casey, Nate, Chris S. Um, I, I would say that, you know, Rick, Brandon, Joe, Nate, Rodney are all above Clayton on, in terms of familiarity right now. Mm -hmm. And that's just odd. Again, just odd to me. We could keep beating that thought down. I just, I'm, I'm a little surprised by it. Super, super weird. Uh, thing about Joe, how interesting will it be if she ends up with a guy that she like previously DM'd and like lives in her city? I mean, it's probably happened before. Uh, maybe not the city thing, but the previous DM thing. Well, kind of with Katie and, and Blake. Yeah, I would say it's not going to be. The, uh, but it, I think it would be cool because maybe they needed this to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed this to push them. And I'm I'm cool with that. Like. Uh, ultimately we just want to see everybody's love story play out and so if that's where love takes them then uh, that's where love takes them yep all right well after this we're gonna do bachelor headlines and ben you're part of bachelor headlines and i can't wait to dig into it with you what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley Iconetti, here to break down everything going on in Bachelor Headlines. I haven't seen the headlines yet, but she hinted to me that I'm in them. So, uh, uh uh-oh. Uh, is what I have to say. <laughs> Anyways, um, here's the first headline of this week. Katie Thurston seemingly responds to wild rumors about her friendship with John Hersey after Blake Moyne split. This is according to Us Weekly. So there's this guy, John Hersey, which you may not even know if you don't follow Katie or him on social media. He was eliminated week two during her season. And she wrote or said something on Instagram this week saying, y'all are getting wild in my DMs. Um, Said, internet rumors are leading me to become, this is weeks ago, she said this part. Internet rumors lead me to this guy becoming a dear friend. Um... And people are DMing her things like, hope you guys are more than friends now, heart emoji, um, or it won't be long until romance blooms between you guys. Uh, But I think she's trying to make it very clear that they are just friends. Apparently, she posted a um, picture of a bouquet of flowers that she got from a friend, and the note said... These are not romantic flowers. These are happy flowers because I want you to be happy. And um, fans are speculating that that was from him. Now, just based on this info, do you think that the that this guy, John, wants to be friends with Katie? Or is he slowly trying to make his way out of the friend zone? Oh, I'm sure he's trying to make his way out of the friend zone. I mean, I think there's a lot of really good examples of guys and girls being friends, right? Sending flowers. Exactly. That's always the, that's like where you have to draw the line. That's where I drew a line with Jared, where I was like, nope, no matter what people tell me, he likes me. (laughs) This was between Bachelor and Paradise seasons because there were two moments one in october and one in march where he sent me flowers and the note was so personal definitely not just friends like he said in the second one on my birthday like the cory to your topanga and it was just like i was like okay guys uh you can pretend like i'm crazy but i am not so he really knows the way to your heart ash wow (laughs) Uh, all right, next headline is this. You. Ben, ben Higgins, we uh, we kind of know him. Uh, <laughs> details Jessica Clark, kind of know her also. Wedding three officiants and countless Bachelor and Bachelorette alums, this is according to Us Weekly. What do you want to talk about, <laughs> According Ash? to Us Weekly and yourself. Yeah. Uh, three officiants. How did you not mention this last week when I was grilling you about wedding details? That's a good point. I don't know why I didn't. Um, yeah, we're having three officiants, and it's. I think it's going to be like the cool, unique one of the one of the unique things that exists for us is um, we want Jessica and I both wanted this wedding to be a celebration. 
Um, and every wedding is right. But we really wanted this to highlight us coming together and the people in our lives that have played a role in us coming together. If that's childhood, if that's, you know, adulthood, whatever. And so, um, it's a big deal for us because we have my childhood pastor. We have her childhood pastor. Uh, and then we have a pastor who had a huge role in my life specifically and hers over the last couple of years in Denver. Okay. And so we wanted to incorporate all of them because it didn't make sense for us to just have one of them. And so one is going to intro, one is going to do the middle, one is going to do the closing. And that way we we get married by all three of them. And we can say like, those three people in our lives um, will have played a role and will now have always played a role in our relationship. Oh, that's really sweet. I love that. And then, of course, everybody wants to know who's going to be there. And yeah. this guest list of Bachelor contestants and alums and friends, nobody is surprising to me, um, but I'm going to list them off. Okay, so it's me and Jared. It's not all. That's not all. That's of not them all either. of them. Okay. This is yeah. what you mentioned. So me, Jared, Becca Kufrin, who's bringing her plus one, Thomas. Um, then there's Dean and Kaylin. Chase McNary's bringing his new girlfriend, or I guess he's been with her for a while. Um, Blake and Elise, Becca Tilly, um, Sean Booth, Caitlin, and and Jason were both invited, but they have a, a tour date in Boston, so they're not going to be there, which I'm going to miss her for sure there. Um, and then Nick and Natalie, Chris Souls, and uh, okay, so who are we missing from that? Yeah, I'd have to look back at the list and find out who we have to cross out, but that's a lot of them, most of them, right? Um, and uh, and I'm just super pumped uh, to have everybody there. I'm I mean, so really excited like, to see everyone. I'm yeah, so excited. So excited um, so excited to see everybody. So excited to celebrate with everybody. It's been a long time since we've been in together in the same spot. And so, um, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be like a reunion in a lot of ways. And, and the cool part about this is, you know, these people are friends of mine. Like these are people I still talk to on a regular basis. Um, there's still people that have a huge role in my life. Wells. I don't know if Wells is on no, there. But I, Wells I know. I, I think I meant to mention Wells separately. So it says he's going to be an usher. You yeah. call him an usher. Does that mean that you're not having a proper bridal party, or or is he is he a groomsman? No, he's like an usher, so he helps people get seated. Okay. I don't know if that's a Midwest thing. Um, no, but like when you walk in, he'll be. It's like uh, you know, it's there's four friends of mine: Avery, uh, Wells, oh, uh, Avery. Yeah, they're gonna be ushers. So they're gonna help people get seated, sit down, kind of get people rallied together. Um, so they're part of the, the 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 wedding party. They're just ushers and not standing up with me okay. as groomsmen. Do you have groomsmen standing up with you? I do. Yeah. So um, they're going to be uh, standing up with. They're going to walk out with me, I believe. And then uh, my dad is my best man, as I mentioned. Okay. Very nice. Um, and so they. Yes, I do have groomsmen standing up with me. That's very important to me. Uh, and 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 Jess. I mean, she has a lot of friends that she wants standing beside her. Lovely. Okay. So excited. We will have a big report next week. Yep. We're four days away, Ash. Four days. Four days. So, so crazy. Very exciting. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I'm sure. I'm going to be, it's, I'm going to be a mess. Jessica's You're going to be crying too. Yeah. It's starting to, to, to do not. She said not like out of anything more than just like, we're so close and it's so exciting and 
we just got to Nashville, like literally right when I walked in the door and like, I finally now feel like it's here. So, um, the place that it all started, uh, I'm right back at it. Well, um, that's enough about me. Uh, why bachelor nations, Peter Weber says dating Madison Pruitt was the most difficult experience ever. (laughs) This according to E. Okay, so he goes, this is literally the most trying experience he's ever endured. (laughs) Most difficult experience ever been through. As much as respect as I have for her and think so highly of her, I definitely see there were differences between the two of us that probably weren't going to allow a meaningful long-term relationship to flourish. Nothing against either one of us. It's just who we are. It is what it is. Uh, it's very, uh, interesting there. I feel like a lot of it probably has to do with religion because she is so religious and I don't know that that really ever came out about him. So in this article from page six that came out this week, it talks about how Maddie, who is waiting, um, saving herself for marriage, walked away after learning that Peter had been intimate with both Hannah Ann and Victoria in the fantasy suites. And he was asked about whether or not Maddie had had a fantasy suite date, whether that would have given them a better chance. And he said, if that would have been the case, obviously the show would have gone a little different. But I really truly mean this. I don't know that that would have changed anything in the long run, which I'm pretty sure he's quite accurate about. I mean, yeah, Yeah. of course not, because they ended up having like plenty of private solo conversations Nothing about a fantasy suite date would have made a difference. No. Well, um, final headline, other than one kind of fun one that we want to do. Uh, congratulations to Tisha Adams, uh, her uh, fiance, Zach, Matt James, uh, and many more. Tyler. Who else was there? There's a lot Tyler, of Bachelor alums. Peter Weber did it. Uh, Dr. Joe did it. I mean, there's a huge list here. Uh, of people who did it, but uh, they they just uh, ran and completed all of them. The New York City Marathon. I was in New York City the day of the marathon. Um, all I saw was a bunch of people and a lot of traffic. Uh, <laughs> but it was and and I also had a big piece of pizza, a couple pieces that night while they were running. Um, but doesn't matter. Congratulations to them on uh, on completing this. It's a huge deal. It is such a huge deal. I am mind boggled that anyone can run a marathon. I can't even believe I used to run three miles in high school and PE class. I give myself props for being able to do that. My marathons are just, I know I said this before, but like they fascinate me because they are just seems like the most difficult feat. And for all of these bachelor alums that I've met to be able to have the strength and endurance to do it. Like I'm, I'm in awe of you guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, final headline, the fun one that we wanted to read, uh, EW, uh, just ranked the bachelorette seasons. They ranked them in this order. Tristan, number one, Ashley, your thoughts. Okay, so I didn't watch Tristan's season. I mean, I was like 14 when that aired, so I don't really know. Sounds like it was a great season, though. It ended (laughs) in love and marriage and kids, and it was a huge season. Caitlin, number two, I would like to take credit for that since I was on that season. I think you are able to take partial credit for that. Love Caitlin's (laughs) season. I agree. It was my favorite season, too. If my husband wasn't on it, still would have been my favorite Bachelorette season. 
fantastic cast, fantastic lead. Heck yeah. That was a great season. Jillian was number three, which I did not see, but did you see it? I did not see it. I started watching it Allie's season, so. Yeah, so Jillian Harris got number three. So it went Trista, Caitlin, Jillian. Um, listeners, write us in your favorite seasons of The Bachelorette. We want to hear them. We want to hear from you, and that's always fun to do. So write us in. Let us know. Ashley, that's all we got for everybody today. It's been a great episode of Almost Famous Podcast. I will not be here next week. I promise you that. I will not jump back on. I'm going to be gone, but you're going to hold down the fort. You're going to be on your honeymoon. Heck yeah. Your honeymoon. Wow. That's some stuff that we can't talk about on air. But uh, oh, baby. <laughs> we hope that you have a fantastic time. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, hey, with that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.